Thanks for listening to the show. Join us online at playvolutionhq.com and learn how to support the show at explorationsearlylearning.com slash support. Grab your highlighters. Can't find them? They're probably right there in your pocket protector. It's time for that early childhood nerd podcast. Let's get nerdy. Here's Heather. Hi everyone, Heather again. You are here now with us for part three of I Was a Bad Director, Confessions, True Confessions of a Learning Journey, which was a presentation Laura Spillman and I did together at the Indiana Early Childhood Conference in April. Hope you enjoy. Take that knowledge. Um, so leadership is not, it's not a ladder to be climbed. It's really a journey. It's just a path. Right? Yep. Okay. Um, leadership doesn't necessarily always mean having an office. I always thought that too. But offices are fun. Offices are fun. They are fun. You can shut the door. But, <laughs> but they still come in. But they not anyway. time with my children when I have them. I only have them two weeks out of the month for two weeks straight, and then they go to their dads for two weeks. It's the way we've always done it. And I'm not going to sacrifice time with my new husband or time for myself. So that's a non-negotiable for me. Now, because I'm just realizing this, I would have never taken a director's job. <laughs> so, 
Um, so you, you thought you were getting some of that stuff with the I, I did. Job. I did. Um, so it's really understanding, and I do truly believe, is that leadership is knowing who you are. And who you're not. And who you're not. I was not the smartest person in the world when I thought I was the I am now. <laughs> but when I was thinking that before, I wasn't really yet. <laughs> Any comments on that? Can anybody tell tell me what, what a non-negotiable is for you? Yes. Well, I just wanted to go back to the uh, office. So I'm not, I don't consider myself a bad director, but I am overweight. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, it's a little different for me because I don't have an office. My desk literally sits in the classroom. Oh, wow. And so as the director, I literally rotate into the teaching schedule. So it's hard for me and the, some of the students to come by and say, Miss Potter, can you come out here and can you play with me? I'm like, so I have to do that every now and then. Wow, because you I have really to have to multitask. Yeah, and, and communicate. So, <laughs> I, I do, so that's why yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed. So yeah. I'm like, Ooh, if, I could, if I could put a box around this desk and say, I'm going to come out now. <laughs> but I don't have that luxury. Yeah, yeah. Well, kudos to you. Right? That's hard. That's really hard because you want to play with the kids. Yeah. But maybe, you know, you have food sheets and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe a cloak of invisibility. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Before I became a director, non-negotiable is missing a sporting event, um, and I missed numerous. Oh. Yeah, and for my son, mm-hmm. he's a big soccer player. Yeah, that's hard. Yes. Mine is my kids. Um, I have two kids. One, they're both adopted. I'm a single mom. Mm-hmm. So my, I'd like to say it's non-negotiable is when I'm at home with my kids, mm-hmm. don't call me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it took me ten and a half months to be able to tell my staff that mm-hmm. because I felt as a director I have to be in charge of everything. Anything that goes on, I have to know about. So you have to, you know, if anything happens, call me. I'll be, I'll come in on my vacation days, and I would do that. And my kids sat me down, eight and eleven, and they said, "You have to stop. You can't bring your computer home." And then you feel like a jerk mom, right? You know, yeah. I mean, the kids are sitting. I was down. a bad mom as the exception. Yeah. Mom guilt is awful. Right. right. But I also had the old director find. She found out that I was doing work from home, and she sent me a text. She goes, "From now on, nothing done at home. That is your kids' time." Yeah. And. I had to go to my staff at a staff meeting and say, look, I get this. I don't call you guys when you're on your vacations. Um, I don't ask you to come in on days you've requested off. I need you to try and respect that for me. And it's worked somewhat. It's a lot better. Do you feel like that worked better 10 months in than it would have? Like at the beginning, if you oh, just I walked in and said, these are my non I couldn't have done it in the beginning yeah. because we didn't have that relationship where I could have put down, don't ever call me when I'm on vacation, because then I would have been that real jerk boss right. from day one. Lots of, I think, lots of new directors go in thinking, I've got to lay down the law from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I kind of did that. I had a big I mean, some the things, things that were to. important to me. Yeah. But... Um, the changes that were on my list of big things that are important to me that was in my very first staff meeting, none of that really started to happen until a year in when I had relationships with, with them. We had we have two hands up over here. Um, why is it a non-negotiable? Oh, okay. Did you have? 
ourselves too, both yeah. as director who should have right. said, what do I need now? I've heard what everybody else needs now. Right. Can I make that fit? And that's mm-hmm. part of that, you know, making sure your skills are really, really put in where you should be. Right. That's been a major struggle for me for the last couple months because yeah. she's new, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> and I wasn't a mom before, so very much like her situation, I, I had all this time. I was, I mean, I was just gotten married, so... He is a farmer, so he was off at least six months out of the year, not even close to me. Um, But then it's like, what? so I had all this time, and I was able to devote myself like that to this position. And that's where I've been kind of these last couple months, like, what am I doing? Like, it's been kind of crazy trying to get my feet put back on the ground because I'm a new mother, and this is a non-negotiable for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Is this your first? Yes. Yeah. Yep. I knew I could trust her, and I knew that she did have things in store. 
Um, and, and there's been amazing things that have happened in the last eight months and really in the last month. So um, it took a lot of being being very brave and taking having a lot of courage. Um, and it's been tough. It's been tough. It has been like almost lose my house kind of kind of thing because the money situation's hard. But it has been 150,000 percent worth it because even in a career that I've been doing for 33 years, I'm still learning new strategies and new skills every single day, and I'm able to capitalize on the things that I love to do. So success doesn't define who I am. My failures have shaped who I am. It's part of your own journey. And it takes a while to kind of kind of swallow that. Um, but you can't let your ego get in the way. Mm-hmm. And it does. It's, that's, that's just life. Um, I want to take a second to show you a YouTube clip. It's about six minutes long. But it's about leadership. And you know, we throw that word around a lot. There's been a lot of presentations here at IOIC about leadership and understanding what leadership is. This little six-minute snippet just blew me away in the way that I think about leadership. So I'm hoping that you can hear it. There's just a whole TEDx page on YouTube. Another one of my favorites. So here's another tip. Brene Brown. Anybody familiar with Brene Brown? She's written all kinds of books about courage. She's done research on vulnerability and courage. She's amazing. Look up her short on empathy. Show it to your staff. It'll, it'll change a few days, I promise you. Um, what do you think? Powerful? Leadership do you have is, any stories? Do you guys you have any stories you want to tell about? Yeah. <laughs> um, a couple years ago, uh, I was working as a server at this restaurant, and we got a new uh, employee. And she hadn't been there like too long, because she invited like everybody to her birthday party. She had made a reservation for this restaurant, um, and she wanted everybody, all her friends and coworkers, to be there. She invited some other people. I don't know. Thing is, I get there and I'm going on that show. Oh. oh. I thought that's where this might be going. Yeah. <laughs> I was the only one that showed up. And fast forward, like, to now, she's now my best friend. And I was her maid of honor uh, this past September for her wedding. So, yeah. And you probably didn't feel like a leader. No, I just thought I was going to co-workers' birthday. Yeah, but you made an impact, and that's leadership. Yeah. Yes. Hearing this new, because this is new to me, because for a while I thought that, I guess, being a leader meant actually taking on that tax to get yourself up higher in this hierarchy with um, getting a job and a better salary and stuff like that. But this definition of leader helps me to, you know, I guess, set goals that I can actually meet and actually really make an impact, not just in my life, but in the lives of others, yeah. without being stressed about it and losing who I am in the process. Exactly. Because it's easy to lose yourself in the process and not. And, and I think, again, this is life, these, these are life lessons. Yeah. These are life lessons. Mm-hmm. You have to be in a certain place to be able to say that, though. Sometimes it's hard. It's a vulnerable place to be. Mm-hmm. So, yes? I was also a bad director. Um, but what I learned recently, actually yesterday, I saw an old colleague of mine here, and she said to me that 15 years ago in the classroom, she still uses a story of my example 
um, from that time. And it, you know, being a director was hard for me because I was bogged down by the, the paperwork and the organization and the things like that. But being back in the field now, I'm like, well, wow, leadership is there in the classroom. <laughs> and 15 years later, they're remembering those moments. Right. So um, I just took over as a director mm -hmm. um, in January. So ready to do this? Woo. Um, Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> and I started. Uh, so we were trying to do past equality, and I came from a center that was about to be a level four. We were waiting for our reader visit was starting, like right away. Mm -hmm. um, and I dropped into this position as a level one, where nobody had pushed it. Nobody had done anything to do the level one mm -hmm. stuff, even. Um, in my second week there, I had one day of training. Um, I had five staff hysterical crying about random family issues in there in my office where I'm going, okay. What have I done? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I think where my first classroom, where's my preschoolers? I don't want to do this. <laughs> Uh, we had a snow day that Friday where everybody else in the county closed, but I don't get to choose that. Someone at the corporate off level does. Right. And they live in Michigan, so Indiana weather is not Michigan snow weather, so yeah. we were open. <laughs> and I had about 10 staff in the building, um, instead of closer to 30. Uh, I made it through the week, and one of my staff looked at me and she goes, you're amazing, because you're still standing. <laughs> and, you know, I'd been out, I had worn my work boots that day, I shoveled snow, I did, you know, the cook didn't show up, so I shoveled snow, I made breakfast, I went and shoveled snow, I did my paperwork. And I was running all over, and, you know, just that day, like, that was the first time in, you know, two weeks that I felt like I was part of this team and not some random person. And it changed how the rest of them looked at me, because before they had kind of this, She's from there. Mm -hmm. um, it's because several people followed me there and filled in holes in there in the staff that I was creating with me. Um, so I started, you know, like I felt finally, I was like, yes, we're finally there. I feel like I'm tar this is a team. And so then I was like, okay, guys, here we go. We're going to work on this stuff. And the biggest problem we had was that we didn't have any. We didn't have the education level in the building. And part of it was I had three staff who had let their CDAs expire. Yeah. And they were like, how do I redo this? And I was like, I have a bachelor's from New York. I have no idea. You know, I'm like, I have no idea what the CDA process is. I'm like, well, give me a little bit. I'll figure it out. So this is my success story of, of just now. Through the embassy renewal program, mm -hmm. I have three but it took me turning them around going, you can do this. It is 45 hours in the next month and a half, or it is 120 hours and we don't get to level three. And they were like, okay, I can do this. I'm like, come on. Yeah. But I, I bet that that second we have to do this was you had a much more impact because of the snow shoveling yes. and the kitchen substitution yeah, and, that, and all that the stuff that you had They were three of the ones who made it in that day. They were three of the ones who were there going, have you stopped yet? I'm like, don't make me stop because I would crash. Right. So, you know, there is so, no stopping today. Yeah, you know, and it, was, it was one of those days where I was there six to six. 
the title of director's biography. Yeah. <laughs> made me a margarita and I rolled to bed. Yeah. <laughs> it made a huge difference in like my staff, I think it's come along with respecting me and who I am because they yeah. know that if they need help with something, I'm gonna be in there. Yeah. You know, one of my staff was like, I don't think computer did I brought my iPad for her. She sat the staff on by every break finishing her stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so it's about showing us that you have it on. Yeah. So um, it's about 2:54. So I'm gonna need we're gonna need to wrap up. I'd like to end with another poll. And that's the show. Now go get your nerd on. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh. Hey, we need your support to keep the podcasts flowing. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash support to learn how. One of the big things you can do is shop Amazon with the link we provide. You buy your cat food, you buy your kids' books, you buy whatever it is you buy on Amazon, you pay the regular price. We get a small percentage of it. Everybody wins. A lot of people are doing it. It really supports the shows, and we really appreciate it. Give it a try. Thanks.